Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Rob Biggerville, Peter Full, and Nelfinger DNT. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. I'm on Demon Time. She on Demon Time. When I'm with my niggas, it's scheming time. Alright, so we got Rob Biggavelli off the porch with us today. What's going on? What's going on? I'm feeling great. How you feeling today, I'm good, man? I'm good. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good. Oh, that's what's up, man. I appreciate you coming by today, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, no problem, man. So let's take it back, man. You're originally from Yonkers, right? Yeah, Wyo. Okay. Yeah, Yonkers, New York. Yeah. So what was your childhood like growing up there in Yonkers? Um, it was cool. A little rough. A little rough. Not too rough, but you know, it's New York, Yonkers. You know, um, I made it through. Made it through. Um, grew up on the south side. You know, um, lived with my grandfather and my grandmother. They um, grew up under them, and um, my mom was. She had me when she was young. You know, okay. so um, while she was, you know, out there working, doing what she had to do, I was in my grandfather's house, my grandmother's house, and um, um, I, I jumped off the porch when I was probably about 10, 11 years old. Finally, was okay. outside doing my own thing. That was after my grandma died, and I was just able to be outside and just on my own from then and then like you know just living life um Yonkers man is um it's a good place it's, it's a rough place also at the same time a lot of people don't know that you know home of DMX the locks oh, yeah. Mary J a lot of other artists but um I loved it okay? yeah. I loved it did you have much guidance when you first jumped out there no no well I name my grandfather he made sure you know he was strict but even though like once I go outside he's not outside with me so you know I'm outside doing whatever Whatever, whatever. Rolling dice, smoking weed a little bit. Um, not too much. Basketball is my main thing. So I used to play basketball a lot. Try to keep me out of trouble. Okay. But in that, um, a little bit of fighting. You know, just from being because, not with gangs, but just being from like different areas. And like they've been beefing for areas been beefing for decades. You know, you might live on this side, they live on that side, and we just fighting each other just because. You know. Yeah. But in that, that's um, that's pretty much. Okay. Pretty much it. Then you moved down to South Carolina when you were yep. 16? Yeah, King Street. Yeah, I was 16. About two, um, September, well, for about two months before I was 2016. Okay. But um, yeah, it was my 11th grade in high school. Yeah. And that was a big difference. I was going to ask, yeah. Big. You're going from up top <laughs> yep. to the small town. And that's right. a tough age to move at. Nah, too. for real. Um, I even tell people that's a, that messes with your mental a little bit. That's a whole, like I said, a whole 360. I'm used to. New York, you know, the fast life, a lot of freedom. Even just going to school, like riding the public buses. I moved to King Street. I go from riding the public buses to back on the cheese bus to you got to have a car to move around. Everything yeah. is spaced out. It was just, it was a big difference. Big difference. Big difference. But um, shout out to the K, King Street, South Carolina, because um, um, when I moved down there, they showed me a lot of love. I can't even lie. Okay. I mean, you know, I got a lot of people out there that I'm cool with, still friends with to this day. And, um, you know, yeah. just King Street. It's King Street. King Street just... 
It's a small town, real small town. And, um, I wouldn't advise nobody to move there, but <laughs> I wouldn't advise nobody to move there. But um, I did what they did. Um, you know, I went there, went there, graduated high school from there, and um, you know, moved okay. on after that. Yeah. How long did it take for you to get adjusted to living there? To kind of, you know, be like, all right, this place ain't too. Uh, bad. like I said, basketball. I like I used to play basketball a lot. So neighbors just come knock on my door that first week. They said, like, you want to come outside and play ball? I'm trying to play hard. Nah, I ain't coming out there. I ain't even, I'm, not even, I'm mad that I'm down here. <laughs> and I got used to it when I started playing basketball, but it, it was cool. I can say a big difference, a lot quieter, people, people more nicer, you know, less fighting. Yeah. Really, you know, King Street was cool. It was, um, it took me about, i say a couple months. Okay. Two, three months, two, three months. Once I started making more friends and everything, started yeah. to feel comfortable, they started making me feel like at home. And um, I had no choice after a while. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> and then you went to the Morris College, right? Mm-hmm. I graduated from King Street, went to Morris College. Um, that's in Sumter, South Carolina. It's probably about 45 minutes from King Street. Okay. Shout out to Sumter. Um, I went out there, yeah. Um, and my first, I started my freshman year like 06. You know, went to school, had fun, had fun. And then um, by the end of my college career, I started throwing parties. Okay. Started throwing parties. And the reason I really started throwing parties, the year before that I was supposed to graduate, being hard-headed, not doing what I was supposed to do, then graduate. I'm, you know, it was crazy because I'm sitting on the, I'm sitting outside the dorm, just like this. I'm talking to you, sitting outside the dorm, and I'm like, dang, well, I gotta come back another semester. I'm watching people I came in graduate. I'm like, dang, what the fuck I'm gonna do next year just to even make money? And he came, and I was like, I'm gonna start throwing parties. Come my my homeboys, um, shout out my boy Frank Lowe, Tyler, my man D from Baltimore, Tyler Frank Lowe, they from Charleston, South Carolina. But we um, before I left, you know, we had a little conversation like, yo, we come back, we gonna throw parties. So I let that summer play out. Came at the Moors my last, last official year. Yeah. Started throwing parties and it was up from, from there. Okay. So what'd you get your degree in? Uh, business administration. Okay. There you go, man. All right, so, and you're now in Atlanta though, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what brought you out here today? I, um, at the college, you know, getting jobs, throwing parties, making music. I was supposed to take it serious though, but you know, people were like, oh, you sound kind of good. You might need to take this serious. It's the early 2010, like 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. So I'm gonna be honest, about 2018, I put out a mixtape called Now or Never. Just put it out there. It was just a throw it out, throw it out there. Like, okay, I can really do this. I'm like, you know, I got a little bit of good feedback. Put out another um, mixtape, Sincerely Rob Bigger Veil. That's 2019, started taking it serious. And at the beginning of the pandemic, South Carolina closed down. Everybody know the whole the only place I was open in the world seemed like it was Atlanta. <laughs> For real. So it was in Atlanta. Um, I came um, before I came to Atlanta. Was it Atlanta. No, just beginning the pandemic. Yeah, I came to Atlanta, and um, I just was working, making music. I made a song. It was crazy. My first before before that before I came to Atlanta, I probably been to Atlanta once. I visited my cousin for a weekend, and that's it. And that was it. So when I finally came back at the beginning of the pandemic, come on, I'm like, you know, I like it out here. You know, I'm going to the clubs. Everything's still open. I made a song, I made a song called Airbnb. I made it in Atlanta, right? So when I went back to South Carolina, you know, this shit hard. Did a little video, put a clip of the video out. The song, I guess people gravitated to the song so much, I had to pull the, the, the video I was gonna pull and redo it. Okay. So I'm like, oh, you know, let me keep going back in Atlanta. Just, you know, keep going back in Atlanta. So the whole pandemic, I've been in Atlanta, back between Carolina. I mean, I've been in Atlanta pretty much. I might go home to Carolina for like two, three days. But me and a lot of my partners, we've been in Atlanta since the beginning of the pandemic, like going around to the clubs. Like I said, I made this on Airbnb. So as that, when I finally got that out, I started going to the clubs in Atlanta, strip clubs like P 
Pinups, Blue Flame, Holland, who else? what's DJ Blue Flame? Um, Swamp Bizzle. Okay, yeah. Um, Blue Flame, Pinups, a whole bunch of clubs. And I would just get them to play Airbnb. And I watch, I look at people's feedback. And then you have some people jigging, you know? And I said, okay, I think Atlanta, Atlanta might be where it's at. And um, like I said, since the beginning of the pandemic, I've been here. Okay, yeah. Definitely a lot more opportunities, yeah, a lot, I'm lot, sure. And a lot, and it's a lot more, especially when it comes to the music, a lot more opportunities. Everybody, it seems like people want to see you win here. You know what I'm saying? Or they like new music. You know what I'm saying? South Carolina, they still stuck with the old music. If you go to the clubs, they, you'd be like, damn, there's a lot of new music out here. Why are they not playing that? It's a big difference. Yeah. And Airbnb went over 100,000 on YouTube, right? Yup, 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 yup. I'll be at uh, a million streams soon. I was looking at the stats, how do you know how they elevate each month. And, um, Airbnb is my shit. That's what gave me the buzz. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. All the people like that. All, everybody I let listen to it, they love it. They love yeah. it. They love it. And, um, I'm just, um, I'm trying to, now I've still been putting out other music just to keep, you know, keep a little buzz, but Airbnb, that's, that's, that's my track, that's my track right there. Absolutely, so, yeah. All right, so who'd you grow up listening to, you know, you was up top in Yonkers, then came of course, down Of course, you know, being in Yonkers, DMX, my favorite rapper. There we go. Kiss, my next favorite rapper, you know, DMX, The Locks, and um, outside of that, though, was crazy. When I was young, I was catching, you know, the wind of Big Punk, you know, the, it was from the Bronx, the Bronx right there next to Yonkers. Um, you know, after a while before, because I left New York 04, so Dipset was out. You know, I like like Dipset, but you know, it's it's really Jada Kids, DMX, the lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, long lived X, yeah. man. Um, so you mentioned you started taking it serious, what 2018? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what had motivated you back then to be like, all right, let me get my all with this music. Fuck all these jobs. And all um, this. just I always like the music. I always like. I'm always got. I'm one of the dudes always see with the headphones on. Since I like was a young dude, like I just always listen to music. Even when I was young, I used to be like, yo, I'm gonna be a rapper. Matter of fact, just to go back on that last question, my bad. Mm-hmm. Outside the locks on that, it was P. Diddy and Biggie. Okay, yeah. That's, that's, I grew up on the hot, listening to Hot 97, recording Biggie every time I put my little tape play in and recording it. So I give a lot, you know, bad boy. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Diddy, Biggie, and um... I say, yeah, that's about it from them. And um... That's about it. That's about it. Uh, okay. So how'd you get the name Rob Bigabelli, man? This probably happened about 2008. I'm in college, Morris College. I'm in um, I'm in the computer lab. My boy Chris, Chris Gaddy, he's from New York. We went to Morris together. So I'm my boy Chris. I'm in. I'm a Max B fan. I mean, okay. uh, how can I rewind it back a little bit? Max <laughs> B, Max B too. But I'm a Max B fan, so you know I like the Bigabelli. Texting privacy policy.
policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. So I was just on Facebook one day in the computer lab at school. I'm about to change my Facebook name to Rob Biggerville. Change it to Rob Biggerville. And I just, it was just a Facebook name. Nobody was calling me Bigger Valley and none of that. It was just my Facebook name. And when I started throwing parties, the name it just gravitated to me. It was like, you know, I came up with Payton Full Entertainment. And they just called me Rob or Bigger Valley, Rob Bigger Valley. You know, that's how they came. But it come from Max B. Yeah. Definitely. I got you, man. So is there much of a music scene in King Street? Is there some artists out there? You know, it's crazy. Even with those Sacramento's a lot, but it's a lot of people rapping in King Street now. I be paying attention. Like, it's a lot. And it's some talented people. Some talent is a lot. I don't even want to give no names because I'll leave some out. Some people will be mad with me. But um, if, if people have the chance, just to look, ain't no way you can be able to look up just King Street rappers. But you'd be surprised. And, and, I, and I'm happy. I'm happy. Like, I know about 10 artists just off the top of my head. You know, that's how they, they pushing their music, shooting videos. So it, it's growing. They're trying, they trying to make something happen. Yeah. Definitely trying to make something happen. Yeah, it just seemed like recently South Carolina's finally getting some respect. Fine, man, finally, finally. You'd be surprised. And I'm, and I'm, I'm glad to see it's growing and I, and I see it going in the right direction. But it's like you'd be surprised to me. People like South Carolina got a lot of artists and a lot of dope artists, a lot of good artists with good sound. Just ain't no market there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, you know, hopefully I can kick down the doors, maybe some other guys. You know, we got like Rennie Rucci, Black Zach. You know, you got mm-hmm. a couple of people already doing their thing. But um, it's, 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 it's nothing for it's, it's growing. It's growing. Yeah. It's growing. It se- kind of seems like there's a ceiling in South Carolina. Like, you got to get outside the state to make it pass that. You state. got to. And that's what made me. At first, I was like, damn, why don't people get on a little bit and run to the landlord? But I see why. There's no market. <laughs> and it's like, no disrespect to South Carolina. It's like, I come to Atlanta, right? I go to the club. Hey, you drop my record for me? Oh, $50. Being in South Carolina, they, sometimes they don't even want to take the money. No, I'm cool. Oh, you got to talk to them. Like, well, you don't want this. You the DJ. I'm coming to the DJ. You're supposed to be breaking the records. Yep. You know, but um, I got a couple DJs out there to be fucking with my man, DJ Money Moot, Freddie Chapel, the two DJs I could call anytime. If they're in the club or whatever, if I send, I could, they could be in the club one o'clock in the morning. If I send them a track, like, drop it real quick, you see how it sounds, um, they'll drop it, you know? Okay. But um, like I said, it's just, we got to find a way to work together or just stop climbing. Just, I guess they're not used to it. So maybe when that one person that blow, blow, or somebody get beaten, everybody will get behind them. You know? But it's just, it's like nobody's getting behind each other. You know, the fans is, it's just, it's South Carolina just, uh, I don't know. It's just like, uh, like, you'll have somebody buzzing, they'll like you, they'll like you, they'll like you. But then a couple months later, they're probably talking bad about you now. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, you know, you're going to be behind me, you're going to be a fan, you're going to help us grow. Because as soon as somebody grows and says, oh, South Carolina, then South Carolina's, oh, yeah, he's from South Carolina. She's from, she from South Carolina, blah, blah, blah. But before, you wasn't supporting them. Yep. You know, so, but, you know, we're working on it. We're trying yeah. to, you know, trying to make something happen. I got you, man. 
Alright, so what can you tell us about this new video for No Gimmick, man? I see this one starting to go up, too. Okay, I just got my boy Onfuk on there. Um, about a month ago, yeah, about a month ago, about a month ago, maybe yeah, a couple weeks ago, because I got a track with Yak Gotti. So I had my partner, one of my close partners that gave me a lot of good advice, my man Tony B. Shout out Tony B. Um, I told him, I was like, yo, I'm about to go get a feature from Yak Gotti. So he's like, yo, yo, what you need to do is go from Onfuk. And I'm like, okay, I know what that is, because it was crazy. When he came out with the Mob Ties song around December, I was actually down here in Atlanta working on a little okay. gig. So I'm, I was, I'm crazy because I'm on Cleveland Ave side and I guess that's where they kind of from. Yeah. So when that come out, I'm, I'm like hearing it. I'm like, okay, this dude's nice. I guess it's Doug Brother telling me. But he's like, yo, get a feature from On Food. So I'm like, all right. But I already, got the, I already locked in the Yak. So I'm in there, did this feature with Yak, song dope. On Food coming to the studio. Uh, my whole girl, my girl Meg, man, Meg. Big shout out to Meg. She made it happen, introduced me to him. Um, we got some good prices going. And I was like, let's do it. Told my man, I'm about to lock it. Like, we went in the studio. I told my man about to lock it in. I went in, did the hook. He laid his verse first. I laid my verse after that. And then that was it. Like, yeah. we probably can't, we can't. We did that shit in like 30 minutes. No oh, lie. Shit. No lie. And um, it's looking good. It's doing good numbers. It's doing good numbers right now. Spotify, the music streams, the, the video, I think, probably just hit about 30,000 views. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just keep working. It's still working. Oh, that's major right there, yeah. So did the song with Yak, did that one get, did that one come out yet or are you holding on? Nah, yeah, I'm holding on. Okay. That's, that's fire too. That's fire. <laughs> that's fire. Shout out my boy Yak. Yeah, yeah, got it. He crazy. Yak a good dude though. So you holding that for a project or are you waiting to shoot a Yeah, because I definitely want to drop a project. I don't want to win. I got a lot of songs in the cut. I want to hold it in the project, but then I might not. It might, it might be my next single I drop. I haven't sat down and really, you know, planned it out. Um, it might, it might. But no, um, I got it. No, it might, it might, it might, it might, because I got not, not to get on top of it. I got a song with TK Kravis too. Okay, and that shit is fire. Yeah. So I'm trying to now you're trying to hold it to make sure your tape is fire, but it's so hard to you be like, oh, we gotta put this out. So I'm just we just trying to put everything together now right now. And um, yeah. that yak, being honest, yak the yak track, I'll probably put that out next. Or I'm gonna see what he gonna do. You know, see what he gonna inside. Okay. See if he gonna see if he gonna drop. You know, if he, he might be one to drop a project. So I might wait till he drives his project, get a little buzz off that too, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, but there's no telling, it's coming, it's coming. Okay. It's called The City. Okay. It's called The City, you know? Yeah. So how'd you link up with TK? Um, I'm in the, how do we go with TK? Back in December, like I tell you, I'm doing a little job thing out here, political consultant type thing. So, you know, how we had some people working for us, so ran into a dude, I forgot his name, but he was like, yo, my, um, my cousin, he make beats and he an engineer. So I was like, yo, introduce me to him. That's my boy back in, shout out back in. So I hollered back in. So me and back in was like, well, you know, let's set up a session, let's work. So he brought me to a studio. I think it was Red Lion Studio here in Atlanta. Okay. And I believe, I want to say TK Crash family got something. I could be wrong, but I'm in that studio. His brother, Chris, mm -hmm. he made beats, exotic music. So mm -hmm. Chris came in there, um, played me some beats. Off the way, he played me a beat. I actually laid the song called I Might Be. He played me a beat, came up with a song I Might Be. I laid it down. Um, it wasn't until I came back, maybe a month later, booked the studio again. I guess they pops came in there. Heard my music, like, you sound kind of good. He was like, you know, my people, you know, my son, TK Kravis. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm a fan of him. I'm, um, because when they were TK and Cash, like I said, I was a party boy back in Sunday. When they were TK and Cash, I brought him in something. So I let him know. Okay. He's like, yeah, I remember we came out to something. So he's like, Yo, you know, if you want a feature, something, something, just the price. I was like, oh, that's a good price. I wasn't ready at that moment, but I said, Yo, I'll be back. Give me about a month if you keep that price. I'll be back. Came out two months later, they gave me the same price. Called Chris um, from Exotic Music, I got the beats, we locked it in. He called TK to the studio. We made that in the studio too. Oh, nice. Went through some beats. 
I said, okay, I told Chris I like that. So I did listen to a couple minutes. And TK, he, he listened to it. And before I could have come up with anything, he's like, I'm ready. <laughs> so you know you pay for features, you know, you be like, yo, am I getting a verse or am I getting a hook? How are we gonna? So he went in there, he laid the hook down. And the hook is so like, it's, it's really the shit that I like. I'm gonna be honest, I think that's gonna be, a, that's gonna be one of the songs that's gonna help me really blow it. Um, he went in, he laid the hook, I laid the first verse. And he's like, nah, I'm gonna lay a verse too. I thought, oh, yeah, cool. He went and laid his verse, and then um, that song is called Soul Ties. Okay. That's gonna be it's gonna be coming soon. Just don't know when. That might be my next single, but whenever that comes, we're gonna really push that. That's gonna be something. That, you know, everybody's gonna hear that. Absolutely, yeah, man. And you got distribution through Authentic Empire now too. Mm-hmm. I linked up with Authentic probably about way back in February. I think I sat down, my boy. I get his name mixed up all the time, Dave, David, but Clinton, Clinton, Clinton. Um, that's my boy sat down him. Yeah, I got a little distribution thing going on with them. I put my music out through them. And um, actually, when I leave here, I actually got to go holler at them, um, put some more things together. But yeah, they're helping me. They're helping me. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's important to have some type of yeah, help some in this type, industry, yeah, some, man. And, and like I said, it was crazy. When I sat down with Authentic, when I sat down with them, they showed me more the inside, like with distribution. That was my main thing, like distribution, like what Spotify pay, what Apple Music pay. What, a lot yeah. of people don't know. They just putting out music and then... My boy Clinton, um, he put me on game, showed me like, you know, how you make money. Let me know you ain't gotta be the number one artist in the world to make money. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing, you know, I was like, okay, I like the sounds of that. Because I want to be the number one, but if not, I just you know, I still want to make money off it. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to Ardena and Pai, um, we, got, we got some big things coming soon. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and speak on some of the challenges that come with being an independent artist, also. Some days you wake up like, man, I'm about to quit this shit. <laughs> <laughs> some days like, yo, man, what I'm doing this for? If I'm gonna make it, um, you know, independent money, money, everything's out your own pocket. Studio time, engineer, videos, and people don't know it's deeper than that because you, your outfit you wear in the video. Oh yeah. Um, just to get people promoted, you know, just um, getting on playlists, just um, paying for promotion, like every money, money is the I would definitely say the number one thing. Yeah. That's why people run the companies to get the big push with the bag and everything. Money, number one thing is money, money. But um, outside of that, it's just like you said, just trying to stay focused, you know, just trying to stay focused. I know you some days, it's just life, you know, we try something, we bend on yourself. Some days you get up like, okay, I got this. And some days you're like, nah, I ain't feeling this. It ain't looking, it ain't looking too bright, you know. But um, outside of that, man, that, that's probably what I think. That's just, like I said, back to the money thing. Cause like I said, yeah. everything is coming out your pocket, everything. And um, just having the support, nobody, we, Somebody, people can be your best friends. That don't mean they support you. That don't mean they believe you. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't just part of all this. You gotta really go out there and just prove a point to people. You know, like you said, bet, I'm betting on myself. So if you betting on yourself, you know, don't quit, don't stop, yeah. don't stop. That's the same thing when I went, when I started throwing parties. I just took an idea. I'm saying I'm gonna bet on myself, and it took off. And I'm hoping the same thing with this rap, with you know, the, um, the music. Absolutely, yeah, man. Because when you do make it big, then you ain't got to ch- ch- chop that bag yeah. up, man. You get that 100% <laughs> off. It ain't nothing. Right, 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 right. <laughs> what else you working on? What else is coming up for you, Rob? Um, I got a lot of features in my bag, so I probably won't get any more features. Other than that, I'm just staying in the studio. Just working. I want to do a little clothing line. I'm going to drop me a little clothing line. Because um, I got a little buzz. I got a lot of people following me now, so I'm talking on a little clothing line. Just more music. It's getting better and better every day. I hit, I hit the studio every week. Every week. If I'm bored and I ain't got nothing to do, I'm going to I'm go to the studio. Um, if I, I can go in there and make a whack track, okay, I'm cool. I'll be back. I know I'm going to come back. I'm going to make something better. So just, just staying in the studio, trying to get better and better and better and better. 
that's about it. Yeah. Um, so I like, and that's, um, like other than that, I'm gonna have a tape coming soon. I just gotta put a date together. I'm looking, I'm definitely gonna be towards the end of the year. Okay. Um, yeah, we gotta do that. Cause I got um, some other features. I got, uh, I got a Randy Rucci feature. Okay. From South Carolina. I got another dude from South Carolina called Count. I got a feature from him. I'll probably get like, what I'm gonna probably do get some more features from some more South Carolina guys. And then sit down, try to put this tape together. I want to put a tape out there that's going to, you feel me, make, make it stand forever. Like when yeah. people hear this, they be like, okay, you're not playing. You're not, you know, you're not playing. For sure. Yeah, now that's big with those right. names on there. Man. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, like I said, TK, yeah, Gotti, Unfoot, Rennie Rucci. I got a couple more people I can't name yet. You know, I did the deal, but we didn't do the tracks yet. Okay. So I'll put, um, tape, it's going to be, I, I got it's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. For sure. It's going to be fire. Yeah, yeah shout outs you want to give before we wrap it up, Rob? Uh, Shout out to everybody back in South Carolina. Um, shout out to the whole Peter for ENT family. Um, shout out to my family, my brother Pharrell, um, my sisters, um, my homeboy, my boy Namil. Shout out to my man Namil, probably promoted back at home in um, South Carolina. He made sure my, my shit get played in the club too. Shout out to my man Money Mook, Freddie Chopper. There's a lot of DJs that can shout out. I can't shout out anybody, but um, that's about it. Huh? All right, cool. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on demon time, she on demon time When I'm with my niggas, it's scheming time State to state Everybody loves McDonald's fries So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home Um, but the bag did feel a little light Ba-da-ba-ba-ba -ba -ba.